Welcome to the Woven Well podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Estes. I'm a certified fertility care practitioner with a master divinity degree. Each episode will cover a topic that helps educate and empower you on your fertility while honoring the deep connection your fertility has with your faith. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Woven Well podcast. If you've delivered a baby before, you know there are a few things you can count on in those first few weeks. Lots of sleepless nights, sweet, sweet baby smells, and at least one friend or family member asking you, so when are you going to have the next one? (laughs) Why this gets so consistently asked of sleep-deprived newborn parents, I don't know. But it is a good reminder of the reality that, believe it or not, your fertility will return, and it could be sooner than you think. Today's episode is for all the ladies who are either in that postpartum time or who are pregnant and anticipating it and are wondering, am I fertile or not? And how can I know for sure? When does that typically return? And how does something like breastfeeding or bottle feeding affect it? Can you still use a method like Creighton during this time? All of these are great questions. And I work with a lot of postpartum ladies and one thing is very clear. They need to know if they're fertile or not. And I get it, okay? You are holding a newborn. You are not ready to conceive another one. (laughs) At least not this month. That's really fair, okay? And I get it that this time can also feel a little uncertain as far as fertility. Can you be fertile while breastfeeding, for instance? This is a common question I get. If not, and you are breastfeeding, then why is your OB asking about birth control at the six-week postpartum appointment? Fair question. How come some women go a year or more without a period and others have a period before their baby's even three months old? And how did so-and-so get pregnant again without ever seeing a period? Again, fair questions. But here's the good news. Regardless of how your baby gets their nutrition, Your body will give you the signs that you need to know when your fertility is returning. And if you're listening to these signs and you're tracking them, then you don't have to worry about a surprise conception because you're going to know when you're fertile and when you're infertile. And you can make informed decisions together as a couple about how to use that time. And we here at Woven Natural Fertility Care, we teach the Creighton system because this allows you to do all of that and to have all of that confidence. Knowing how to do this only requires tracking one thing, cervical mucus. And you can do that and be 99.5% effective with your use of the system, specifically Creighton. Listen, your OB is going to ask you about how you plan to manage your fertility at your six-week postpartum appointment, and he or she is very likely going to give you lots of options. Um, It may include hormonal contraception or some type of IUD, but we just want to make sure that you know that you can very successfully manage your fertility without the use of any hormones, chemicals, or devices. So we just want to make sure you know you have the options available and that you are capable of doing this. Your body will tell you when your fertility is returning, as long as you know how to read its signs. Plus, with so many hormonal changes already happening in your body during that time, uh, you may or may not feel comfortable with using something like hormonal contraception or a hormonal IUD that could cause 
potentially more uncertainty or side effects. Still, we know that this whole postpartum time feels a little mysterious. So the first way to help with that is to take away a little bit of the uncertainty by explaining what's going on hormonally in those first months after delivery at a very basic level. Um, I encourage you, if you want even more detail about this, to talk with your midwife or doula or a lactation consultant who is specially trained in this area. So initially after delivery, you experience a dramatic shift in reproductive hormones as all of the estrogen and progesterone that have been elevated during pregnancy suddenly and significantly decrease. This happens though while other hormones, prolactin and oxytocin, begin rapidly increasing to help with the stimulation of contractions during labor and delivery and production of your milk supply. So it's important shifts that are happening. But by a few months after delivery, your estrogen and progesterone levels have likely stabilized, but not before you may have noticed some side effects like hair loss or postpartum depression or anxiety. These are caused by those shifts. Um, and in fact, because of that, because these are often, especially the postpartum depression anxiety, because these are often caused by those huge hormonal shifts, there are natural treatments available for that outside of SSRIs and other mood stabilizing drugs. So if you're interested in learning more about those other options, then I encourage you to get contacted with a local NAPRO technology physician and they can walk you through what those options are. So at this point, while estrogen and progesterone have calmed down quite a bit, prolactin and oxytocin are still elevated if you're breastfeeding at all. Now prolactin comes from the pituitary gland and the production is stimulated specifically when a baby nurses at the breast. So the more nursing that occurs, the higher and more stable this number tends to be. This is why breastfeeding can have a direct impact on the odds of your cycle returning. The more prolactin that is released from nursing at the breast, the more likely your reproductive hormones will be suppressed and ovulation or menstruation are gonna be prevented. So this may be why you hear about women utilizing something called ecological breastfeeding to produce lactation amenorrhea. That just means because of breastfeeding, you're not cycling. Lactation amenorrhea, that's what that means. So ecological breastfeeding is a very specific approach that encourages this high prolactin state, and so because of that, reduces the chances of your fertility returning while you're practicing it. But it's a very specific practice and philosophy. It requires very specific things like sleeping with your baby in order to nurse during naps and not following any sort of a feeding schedule and not using a pacifier and many other things. So I really think that this is often why we get mixed messages about the impact breastfeeding can have on delaying your ovulation. We hear a lot that, oh, if you're breastfeeding, you're not going to ovulate, but that's not actually definitively true. Does breastfeeding have an impact on when your fertility will return? Yes, absolutely. That prolactin makes a difference. But not all breastfeeding practices and schedules are going to create the exact same results. So things like using pacifiers or pumping 
or supplementing with formula or food, even creating a feeding schedule or simply not using the breast as a way of calming, these can all reduce the amount of time that the child nurses and so therefore affects the amount of prolactin and when your fertility will return. So the physiological response, your body's physical response to a baby nursing at the breast is different than your body's response to that of pumping. Both provide wonderful nourishment for your baby, but the body reacts differently to the two processes. So even if your baby drinks pumped breast milk exclusively, then your return to fertility will likely be sooner than nursing directly. Even when following exact ecological breastfeeding principles, there's still no guarantee that you'll go at least a year without a cycle. So why? I mean, we're all unique. Our bodies are all unique. There's going to be some natural variation to how our bodies respond to the postpartum season, breastfeeding or pumping, hormonal changes, etc. In fact, at least 35% of women will ovulate before their first period postpartum. Remember, it's ovulation that causes a period in most cycles, but this can be a little different in that first period postpartum, but not for at least 35% of women. And I will say that in my client group, I have only seen a handful not have this happen. I've only had a few clients have a period without ovulating first. So this is why you may have had a cousin or a sister or a friend who got pregnant again before ever having a period if she didn't know that she was fertile. She wasn't tracking her cycles. And here's the thing. All of these if, ands, thens, buts, they're okay. We all know that the goal during this special time is to feed and care for your baby. For some, that's going to be through breastfeeding, even maybe ecological breastfeeding specifically. For others, it will be through pumping breast milk for bottle feedings or supplementing breast milk and and formula or using formula exclusively. Your goal is to nourish your child in whatever way is best for you and baby. What I don't want is for fertility to be a stressor in those choices. You make the decision that's best for you and your child. We'll worry about your fertility together. At least that's how I feel about it as a fertility care practitioner. So instead, I recommend learning how to read your body's signs of fertility so that you can have complete flexibility and you can know exactly when your fertility returns, regardless of which of those options works best for you because your body will tell you. Plus, postpartum is a wonderful time to learn a form of any form of natural family planning because you do have more time of infertility to learn and feel really comfortable. You'll feel experienced, prepared, and confident when those first signs of fertility show up. So we teach the Creighton Method, which is a thorough, tailor-made system that not only helps you appreciate and manage that fertility, but also helps you identify underlying health and hormonal issues. Some forms of natural family planning struggle during the postpartum stage, but not Creighton, which is just another reason why we choose to use it. This is a system you can use in any reproductive stage, while cycling, breastfeeding, postpartum, premenopausal, you name it. 
We teach you all the ins and the outs of your cervical mucus. That's what we study at Creighton. So that you only have to track this one biomarker to understand your fertility. We go way more in detail about this topic in episode two of our basic series, How Your Body Works. So you can go back and listen to that if you want more information. But your cervical mucus responds to the rise in your reproductive hormones like estrogen to let you know that your body is hitting that sufficient level of hormones needed in order to ovulate. So you're going to start seeing signs of that change. And along with the direction of your fertility care practitioner, you are not alone in this. You're not alone in learning. You will know when to anticipate ovulation and your first period. And using the Creighton method, you can absolutely know with confidence whether you are fertile or infertile on any given day. And you can use that information to make informed decisions together as a couple about how you want to use those days to achieve pregnancy or to avoid pregnancy with 99.5% effectiveness, which I will remind is the same effectiveness as the birth control pill, as IUD, and way higher than condoms, spermicide, those other options. So you can manage your fertility naturally, even postpartum. You don't have to use hormonal contraception or a device like a condom or an IUD if you don't want to. You can do it even with a newborn, okay? Even with a newborn, you can do this. And we would love nothing more than to help you feel educated and prepared during this time. An easy way to decide if maybe this is right for you or to learn more or to get started is to attend one of our monthly introductory sessions. These are online group presentations of all the basics of how your body works, how to identify cervical mucus, what's involved in the Creighton system, and how to get started. It's about an hour long. I lead it myself. There's no commitment in attending, and I'd really love for you to join. Whether you're already in that postpartum stage or you're pregnant and anticipating it, either time really is a great time to start learning. So if you're interested in that, then you can register at wovenfertility.com slash join us. I really hope that this episode has been both informative and encouraging. I really hope it has been encouraging. Thanks so much for listening and for being here as we continue to explore together what it means to be woven well. Well,